Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Now, please welcome your host, Adam Patrick. All right, welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, the official podcast for thevikingage.com. I'm your host, Adam Patrick. I'm the editor and lead writer for the Viking Age. Before we get started, make sure to follow the Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. The site's username on Twitter is at the Viking Age, and you can follow the site's Facebook page by heading to facebook.com slash the Viking Age. All right. On today's show, we've got Adam Carlson, a longtime member of the staff here at the Viking Age and a multiple time guest on this podcast. So welcome back to the show, Adam. Thanks for having me. It's always great to be back. I feel like you always forget fan-sided Hall of Famer. Oh, you never throw that in there. I'm sorry. That's that's all on me. I'm sorry. Yes, fan <laughs> fan-sided Hall of Famer, Adam. You gotta ha- gotta talk about that ring when you got it. You know. Thank you for gracing us with your presence. <laughs> um, all right. So the latest Vikings news is that the team is reportedly going to sign free agent wide receiver Didi. Westbrook, first reported by Josina Anderson on Saturday. Westbrook spent the last four years with the Jaguars. He's had two seasons with over 60 catches. He has a career punt return average of almost 10 yards per return. So, Adam, what do you think about the Vikings adding Westbrook to their offense? Regular readings of the Viking Age will know quite well that I've been very, very excited about the idea bring D.D. Westbrook in pretty much all of the free agent pieces that I've had on bringing in a wide receiver, a wide receiver, three free agents to target. Every single article I wrote had his name in it. So it shouldn't come as much of a surprise that I am very excited about this potential addition to the team. And what he brings to the team is just so much fun because he's got solid route running. He's got good hands and traffic. He can make, catches and pick up yards after the catch very well 
he's got that shiftiness, that elusiveness like you talked about on punt returns that allows him to just take advantage of situations rather than a lot of the former players that, uh, let's be a little bit polite, uh, struggled to gain yards after the catch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So having him come in, even if they don't immediately make him wide receiver three, right. even if he needs a little bit of time to make sure that he's confident after that ACL tear that he had, I think it was week seven of last yeah. year. Yep. yep. He he might need a little bit of time to adjust and and prepare and feel good about everything, but he's in a good situation with a quarterback that can accurately deliver a football to a player on the move. Mm-hmm. That he counts on players being where they need to be, and that's something that Kirk Cousins, when he delivers a football, he expects his players to be where they're supposed to be. Sure. It's it's just a great fit. Because of the coaching situation as well, mm-hmm. he's coming back. He's playing under a former teammate in Keenan McCardell, and it's just this. This is a signing that made sense to me the whole time. Yeah, and I'm glad it finally happened. Yeah, I don't think anyone was surprised to see when uh, Westbrook posted the other day. Was it Friday? Of the image of him, I think he flying in the. Minnesota, I don't think anyone was surprised to see that, especially because, like you mentioned, his connection to Keenan McCardell, the Vikings wide receiver coach right now, former Jaguars receivers coach. Um, to me, honestly, as long as he's a good punt returner, I think that that's a good signing just if he does that. But I think the the depth that he adds for the receivers, I think people would feel, people feel a lot better now with him being on the roster. If someone like Thielen or Jefferson went down, then you know they're not as worried about the Vikings passing attack taking such a big hit if they were supposed to go from, you know, a Thielen or Jefferson to a BB or a BC Johnson. But speaking of these guys, um, what do you think the Westbrook signing means for guys like BB and BC Johnson and, and KJ Osborne? I don't think it means anything for BB. No. BB is still going to be a receiver that they like, a key special teams contributor. His spot is going to be essentially, I believe it's safe at this point still. Okay. Now, BC doesn't do as much on special teams. Right. So I, I don't see him as being as valuable, but I don't see any reason either why the Vikings wouldn't pursue this this uh, roster with six wide receivers if yeah. they can contribute on special teams. So sure, there's a really good chance that neither of them will be cast off into free agency when cuts happen. But yeah, if, if one of them does, I think it will be BC. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, KJ Osborne, I, as much as I, I loved the idea of bringing him in so far, he's given me no reason to be excited. Yeah. And he, he kind of have to be in a, an impressive camp body and, have a solid, really good preseason to be able to stick with the team, and I, I don't know if I've seen that from him yet. Yeah, I think it's it'll be interesting to see because I think there's a lot of uh, younger receivers too, like you got uh, Amir Smith-Marset and uh, even like Blake Prohl and some of the other guys. I think that kid from uh, Indiana too, uh, Wap Filer, I think his name is. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's a lot, a lot of interesting names to keep an eye on in, in camp, and I think having the preseason is going to be really interesting as well to get to see, you know, some of these guys, what they can do 
out there and see if they, you know, if they're worth keeping around more than someone like an uh, KJ Osborne or or a BC Johnson just because of their potential might be higher. And this is something that yeah, you want to get those players with those high ceilings. Yeah, this is something the Vikings wouldn't have been able to figure out last year because you know they didn't have a preseason or even you know OTAs. Um, but do you think Westbrook will end up being the last notable free agent signing for the Vikings before this season? Uh, I, I, it depends what you say notable. There will be some transactions as other players are cut, but I don't think any of them are going to be high profile. Right. So you don't think they're going to go out and sign like a Justin Houston or something like that? No, I, as I've said before on here, I think Minnesota is pretty set defensive end. Yeah. They've got a lot of players that they feel confident in that, that are higher potential guys, maybe not established guys for a lot of, for a lot of them, but uh, the, the potential they have and some of these guys they've drafted mm-hmm. based on their physical abilities or past performances in college, they've got some really good bodies at defensive end. It's all, are they ready to contribute? And I think that's why they went and got uh, Stephen Weatherly back and yep. Yep. why they got uh, Jalen Holmes some more experience at defensive end. Yep. They're going to have a nice blend of experience even and potential there. Yeah, it's definitely true. But, uh, yeah, we'll have to wait and see how that works out because he may have to slide inside if that mm-hmm. injury mm-hmm. Is, is a bit more severe to Michael Pierce than we think. Yeah, I don't know. I saw Michael Pierce posting, I think yesterday he was posting he was doing some yoga, so I don't know how how yeah, how much good. that how much that calf is really bothering him. It's probably just precautionary, hopefully. Um, all right, so on Friday... We found out that the Vikings are likely going to replace offensive line coach slash run game coordinator Rick Dennison due to him refusing to take the COVID-19 vaccine. Now, all NFL coaches and other tier one staff members are required to get the vaccine. So Minnesota really didn't have much of a choice other than to move on from Dennison uh, this season. In his place, the Vikings are reportedly promoting assistant offensive line coach Phil Rauscher, and they are adding former Auburn special teams analyst Ben Steele to take Rauscher's old job as the assistant offensive line coach. Now, I'm not about to ask you if Dennison should get vaccinated or not because he's an adult and he has the right to make his own choice, but what sort of impact do you think him not being in charge of the Vikings offensive line could have on the team this season? Oh, boy. Um, I have not been too impressed with a lot of the adjustments and decisions made when it comes to the offensive line. A lot of the player development doesn't seem to have been there aside from a handful of players who have taken to their position quite well and have really worked on dedicating their craft. So yeah, for every Brian O'Neill, I think we've seen four to five players who we thought would shine and just absolutely fell on their face. And honestly, Aside from what this might mean for the run game, for blocking, uh, and again, I feel this is more personnel because the Vikings personnel is a run block personnel when it comes to the linemen they had on the field. That looks pretty good, too. Last couple seasons. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But yeah, I'm not not heartbroken over this. No. Um, I guess there's a chance that he could still come back. I think the Vikings put out a statement that, you know, they haven't fired him, but they're just following protocols, and they'll see how it goes throughout the preseason if they can 
I don't know, bring him back in some different sort of role or anything. But do you think the Vikings should just roll with uh, Rauscher for the rest of the season anyways? Or do you think it it matters if Dennison comes back or not? <laughs> this might be the most inside of Vikings thing ever. But I, I do think that if they do bring him back, we may see another co-coaching situation. Yeah. And I, I don't know if I like that. No. But I, I think that would probably be what happens because I don't see them demoting a, pl- a guy and shifting around the coaching again. Yeah, I um, I don't, I don't, I I think they should just make their decision and and figure it out and and go. I think they should stick with one guy. You know, continuity with the offensive line is super important, whether it's the personnel or the coaching. Um, and if you've got you know two different voices or even three uh, telling you, well, you know, where to be on the field or what to do. I, I, just, I don't think that's a good idea. So I think they should just, you know, figure out who is going to be, stick with it and just roll. Cause the, the longer they keep this going, the longer it's going to impact the offensive line, which already, you know, is a, is a question mark on the Vikings and it has been. So, you know, try and avoid creating as many problems as you can and just, you know, try and figure out, the problems that you already have to to figure those out before the season to make to avoid making them worse. Uh, yeah, well, we've already seen some fans being extremely vocal about this, and some players even players coming and too, talking yeah. about it on social media. And it's strange, some of them that just I I, I just want to say, please don't attack <laughs> players, coaches. No. Don't risk. Don't say that you want them dead or that they're you know just. Yeah. Don't, no, don't threaten players. I know social media is this place where you can go and say whatever you want. There aren't yeah. really any repercussions, but yeah. still treat people like they're, they have some value, yeah. especially people who, uh, who they, they entertain you. I mean, yeah, they're getting paid some great amounts, but it's just, it's just hurtful to me to see people treat other people this way. And I, I hate to see it. I'm still at softy inside, despite what the some of the commenters on the Viking Age have, have helped me get a little bit harder shell. But I'm still soft inside, man. Yeah, I think um, I think we've all come victim of this of just you know not not being happy with someone who doesn't you know agree with you or or right. do, what, do what you want them to do. These guys, you know, have a choice. It's they're like, like I said, they're adults. They can choose to do whatever they want. If this is what Dennison feels is best for him and, and his family, then that's that's what that's his choice. And it also, you know, results. He also knows that if he doesn't get the vaccine, then he's not going to be able to be on the sidelines or be in the locker rooms. And that's and he knows that. So that's part of you know what went into his choice, and he has that right to make that. So and if if players you know, feel the same way, then they have that choice as well. Players are not required to get the vaccine. Coaches, though, coaches and other Tier 1 staff are required by the NFL. So this isn't like the Vikings getting rid of him because he didn't take the vaccine. This is that any any team in the NFL would have to do the same thing. Um, I right, believe the, the pa- NFL I, is yeah, just protecting the, their investment. So I believe the Patriots I, I understand did the same this. thing with, with one of their coaches. Uh, he's He stepped down mm-hmm. as well. So. And we have seen some non-vaccinated players already stepping up and making some bold statements. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins already said that he's not even sure if he's going to play. Right. Yeah. Um, he quickly deleted that. But 
but and the same. Vikings have some very vocal players about not getting vaccinated as well. Also, yeah, they do too as well. And like we said, that's that's their right. And but you know that these teams are trying to make sure that nothing gets in the way of them them achieving their goals and. They feel that if if most of the team is vaccinated, then that will be one way to avoid a problem that could be created down the road. Because if you know, say Kirk Cousins isn't vaccinated, and then he, you know, there's an outbreak on in the Vikings locker room, then they have to forfeit a game. And then what if there's a one game difference between getting in the playoffs and not? That's right. That's what these teams are thinking about, and these coaches, especially Mike Zimmer, like if he doesn't get in the playoffs, he could be fired. So they're there's a lot on the line for for these guys, but you know, like we said, they have choices. They can make them. I think that's that's all we need to talk about on this. Well, let's let's <laughs> be honest for one anymore. more second. I want okay. I want to say one more thing on that. Okay, uh, this isn't a, a social or a political decision by any means. No, this is strictly a financial decision from the NFL, and you you know it from the way they handed it down. After losing some money last year without being able to put butts in seats, sell merch and food at games, and and everything that involves the, the losses that some of these teams took, uh, I believe that they just released some financial numbers. And the Vikings lost what sixty to eighty million or something last year. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, it's a, it's a business. I mean, they have to do what's best for their business, and this is what they feel is best for their business. And if they they are a private company. They have the right to make their own rules. This is not it's not right. it's not a government you know run. It's not run by the government. Um, so they can do whatever they want. Just like you know, working at Target, they can they can make rules for their employees. The same same sort of thing. Um, so yeah, they're they're a business. They're just looking out for their business. And if, exactly, if this is the way they they feel is is the best way to go. Then they're gonna they. We've seen this in the past. The NFL doesn't like. There's good players, there's star players, but the NFL will survive if you know a certain you know a, a handful of star players don't play every year. Guys sure. get hurt every year. Guys, big name oh, yeah. players get hurt, and guess what? The NFL is fine. So for all these you know people that are like, well, if you don't play, then no one's gonna watch the NFL. It's like that's not true. Everyone's still going to watch. Yeah, and we've heard that with a lot of different things. Oh, I'm, I'm stopping watching and people aren't. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll believe it when uh, it happens. All right. Let's move on to some Vikings related news, which the Green Bay Packers seem to be having a lot of fun this offseason. Most recently, recently, the Packers and wide receiver Devontae Adams have reportedly broken off contract talks. Packers pass rusher Zadarius Smith is reportedly unhappy with his contract and multiple Las Vegas sportsbooks have completely removed all of their NFC North odds and anything related to the to the division in anticipation of Aaron Rodgers announcing his retirement uh, this week. <laughs> so, Adam, when the Packers report to training camp this week, do you think Aaron Rodgers will be there? No, I don't. Ooh. And I've already said this a few times. Well, within my circle of friends, mm-hmm. uh, in the past couple weeks, I-, I told them, "Go get your money on the on the Vikings in the yep. NFC North." Yep. I did it. I put some money down on it. There you go. And I mean, it, it's this is a situation that should have been resolved way sooner. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I don't know if that information that that Aaron Rodgers declined another contract. I think that was the rehashing of the old news. Oh, the Packers put that out there to make Rodgers look bad for sure. Oh yeah, to try, to try and make him look bad. But still, trying to imagine that Packers offense going forward <laughs> without without Aaron Rodgers or Devontae Adams. And it appears like Robert Tunyon wants to get in on the action because he wants that. to be the Dennis Rodman of the group. So Nobody's talking about him, though, poor guy. Um, if Rodgers doesn't report to training camp, do you think there's any scenario uh, where you could see him playing for the Packers next season? <laughs> Earlier this, this offseason... I thought there was no way that he'd sit out. Yeah. And recently I've just been seeing how serious this actually is. Mm-hmm. And it makes me wonder how it got so far fractured. Oh, it's all egos and stuff. You know, people in the front office thinking that they're the reason why the team's successful and not realizing that Rogers has a lot to do with the success of the team. Obviously there's other aspects that go into it, but he was the MVP last year. He's right. He has a big role in that team doing well. Obviously, he doesn't play defense, but he's a big reason why they've been so successful over the last, what, decade and a half? Oh, yeah. He's a future Hall of Famer. He's, he's, yeah, he's one heck of a quarterback. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, if the Vikings, so let's say the Vikings go on to win the NFC North in 2021 and they have success in the playoffs, should their season have an asterisk next to it if Rodgers doesn't play? I never believe really in the asterisk thing. Uh, you have to play the, the opponents that are put in front of you. doesn't matter who they are, what they are, if they're at full strength or not. As, as I've said last time I was on this show, I want the Vikings to be able to beat the Packers or whatever opposition they have when they're at full strength and just absolutely be the best they can be. But you also want them to win no matter what. Yeah, but if the Packers can't put, have Aaron Rodgers on the field, that's not on Minnesota. You can't really say, hey, you guys, you beat them without him. It's like, yeah, but we didn't have anything to do with that. Yeah, and you could be like, well, you guys messed that up. He could have he could have <laughs> played, but you guys messed that up. Yeah, um, we'd have botched that situation. Yeah, and like we mentioned before, guys get hurt all the time every year. The NFL, as much as it's about skill and you know, the players that you have, a lot of it's about luck. And a lot of it's about, you know, the matchups that you have each week, who's healthy and who's not. And some of the Vikings' best seasons have been because guys have been hurt. You look at 2017, Rodgers was hurt. Yeah. Um, that was a big factor, I feel like, in the Vikings. Um, at least winning the division. And then, you know, you've had, there's been plenty of other seasons where guys have been hurt and the Vikings have capitalized on that. So, and there's been plenty of seasons where, Guys on the Vikings have been hurt, and other teams have capitalized on that. And, you know, we don't hear Vikings fans being like, oh, well, you know, if Teddy Bridgewater was healthy or whatever, or, or, or if Sam Bradford was happy or healthy, you know, we would have won the Super Bowl. Actually, there are probably some people that say that. Um, but now the last two years, if Kirk Cousins would have went down and one of those quarterbacks would have had to step in, I'd, I would probably be there saying, yeah, if the Vikings had Kirk Cousins, they might have won this game or might have won that game just because of the insanely steep drop-off at quarterback. Yeah, yeah. it's a little but, li- little less steep now. but, but Yeah, yeah it, it doesn't seem as bad right now. Hopefully. Thank goodness. We'll see how, we'll see how the preseason goes, see how, see how Kellen Mond looks. I got high hopes for him. Um, 
Um, but that's all I got for today, Adam. Where can people find you on Twitter? I am MN Viking Zombie on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, pretty much any social media outlook you have. You can go there and you can hang out with me. Uh, lately, I've been streaming some movie reviews over on Twitch, which is a lot of fun. I got the Purple People podcast going on, which is a weekly show that goes live on YouTube and Twitter. So you can hop on and we can hang out there or uh, just message me on Twitter or at me and talk some football or walking dead or big brother or, you know, pretty much anything. I'm always down for some conversations. AEW. Oh yeah. It's an interesting <laughs> time for wrestling right now too. Uh, yeah. Fans are back. It's way better. Um, what movies do you review? Uh, we just recently started doing this. We've done the first two movies in the fear street trilogy that have been on Netflix. We're actually recording the third one a little later tonight, okay. which will be really fun. And then we're going to start doing some new releases. We're going to basically do horror films, which are my favorites. Absolutely. Just, I love them so much. I want to get more involved in that Twitch and yeah. YouTube space. And I feel like talking about movies, which I, I love is, is a great way to do that. Especially since I was able to share my passion about the Minnesota Vikings with a lot of people. And I just can't get enough of that sharing the love. I can't. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, so go check that stuff out. Uh, check out The Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. F- subscribe to this podcast on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. But until next time, we will talk to you later. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.